Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, my God, do we have a we have an incredible show for you today. Uh, we have a couple of guests joining us. Uh, of course, one of the first guests here, Crispy Bomb, really not a guest. I mean, he really has the keys to, to the kingdom. He's just not here every week, but he's here this week. And like I said to him in the green room, he always seems to arrive when there needs to be that bit of uh, piss and vinegar uh, when we're talking about the industry. Crispy Bomb, welcome back, brother. I know that you have a lot to say about Google and NVIDIA having the audacity to have an issue with Microsoft's deal. I mean, they're only the two biggest market leaders in their field. No wonder why they have a problem. Of course they have a problem. Come on. Google already failed at uh, what Microsoft's trying to do. So, yeah, yeah. Good, good luck to them. And, uh, you know, we'll get into it. And I don't know. I might be upstage because, you know, the knee collector is coming in shortly. So, in you know, you know <laughs> Mr. King David and, and always seems to uh, one up the crispy bomb. And and uh, it, it's always nice to uh, talk to that man. So looking forward to that and looking forward to talking with you gentlemen about some hot topics. So let's get into it. Listen, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. King David will be joining us momentarily. I literally just got messaged uh, by him seconds ago. Uh, he is running a few minutes late. He will message me when he's in the background, and he will be in his, in his glory. And we'll be talking. We have four big topics to get into. Uh, but uh, Dreadpool, good morning. And what have you had for breakfast? Good morning. Oh, boy, what have I had? Well, I decided I was going to make some biscuits and gravy again. Oh, that's uh, The good. last time I made them, they were so good. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, buttered biscuits, gravy, and it's, you know, the base, the standard sausage gravy. Uh, this nice. time I didn't I didn't grill up any uh, uh, sausage and crumble it in, so it's just the, the smooth gravy with the sausage flavoring. But All right, listen, really good. As long as it's tasty and delicious. <laughs> it's tasty and delicious. I mean, if you could see me live, I'm filling up the whole screen oh <laughs> <laughs> well but yeah we're having a good time and just so um you know uh, at the end of the show for for those of you that stick around the whole show don't 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 skip out on this but at the end of the show i've got a 360 video going out live so i'm, I'm all excited about this one. Oh, nice very but good excellent nice interview yep thank you nice nice and uh, you've, you've actually uh, you've partnered with uh uh the 360 video correct yes, the insta 360 um, I'm an affiliated partner with them and I've got links uh, on the video to, to check it out. So if you nice. guys want any of those cameras and do something similar to what I do, it's up to you. You know, yeah. you can do everything. They even have, uh, um, a they have lighting, they have cameras, they yeah. have, the, you know, everything, everything you could possibly need. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So it's not just 360 videos, but that's where their specialty is. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's well deserved. You work really hard on your channel. Uh, you've put out some really fun and uh, interesting content. So it's it's glad, it's, it's happy to see uh, that you're 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 seeing that kind of success. And and speaking of success, Web Dave, man, you've been knocking it out of the park, boy. Holy cow! Some of the interviews that you have done recently have been off the charts. The last one, of course, was my personal friend. I don't even call him a friend. He is a brother. Uh, yep. And of course, I'm talking about Iron Lord himself. Lord Cognito, uh, that was a pretty damn day. And and to be honest with you, he he talks way too highly of me. I'm going to be honest. I, I I do not deserve those those kind of accolades. <laughs> you deserve every accolade he gives you. Don't you don't you make me come through this TV? I'm just kidding. But no, dude, it's uh, 
He is absolutely amazing, and it's a great interview, and uh, and that'll be the one up for for a little bit. I don't have one scheduled this weekend as of yet. Still working okay. on a few things, but uh, but but I do have one for the following week. So okay. so that's a that's a good one that can marinate for a little while anyway, because it's a uh, it's worth a repeat. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic and it's well done. Like I said, if you ever want to listen to some, I mean, all the videos that you've done are great, but Thank specifically you. with Cognito, he. You know the Iron Lords are seeing great success. I mean, I I I'm haven't checked lately, but I know that they were closing in on 15k. That's a big effing deal, considering that at some point, and this is it's unbelievably shocking to me, they were struggling to get a thousand. That's I don't know kind of bizarre world we're living in that the Iron Lords, that group of incredible community members, were struggling to get to 1k, uh, and well, they have done everything they can do they are at every event if you're not subscribed to the iron lords you're doing it wrong i'm telling you right now uh i'd even lose a sub if it was pick me or them i'd say pick the iron lords because (laughs) they are just amazing everyone over there works real hard and lordsofgaming.net is an incredible website not a lot of people know about it uh but you should definitely check it out if you're tired of like the ign's and the game spots and the kotaku's putting out these hit pieces uh, you should definitely check out uh, lordsofgaming.net uh, for the simple fact that their writers are like legit, like everyone there. And I, ju- I actually was in, uh, was part of an article that went up about two weeks ago, uh, and uh, I, I was an- I, I had to write in an answer for what was that click moment for me in gaming, uh, and it was an incredible article. I'll link it in in in. Uh, I'll drop the link in the. Uh, uh, in the chat, if you want to check it out, it's very well done. A lot, lot of, lot of people in uh, was involved in it. I not certainly not, not just me, but uh, good stuff as always. Dave uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, what's up, brother? How you feeling? Well, I'm, I'm doing great. Great to be here with you guys, and man, got some interesting topics to get into. Well, I tell you, one of the things this week uh, that you got you must must have gotten you excited is uh, we have confirmation. It's basically confirmed that. Uh, Motorsport is getting a release date yes. on the 25th. I know you're excited about that. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this show, the end of this month. But, man, oh, man, a lot, a lot of uh, in-between news stuff coming up as well. Man, can't wait to get into it. And, uh, man, Ubisoft, what, what, what are you guys doing over there? Well, what what is the mm. Gimo, I think is how you pronounce it, family doing but uh, we'll, we'll it's, get into a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's uh, look, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, they're a, uh, a million dollar company. I don't want to say billion because they're not. They're they're a million dollar company. Uh, what's going on at Ubisoft is very sad to see. Um, besides them uh, losing unbelievable talent, uh, they are canceling games left and right. Uh, it is just it has not been good. Um, and um, you know. Look, I, I don't know what Microsoft does after ABK. Uh, I, I don't know if it is a publisher they go for. Personally, I hope they don't go for a publisher, folks. Mm-hmm. I want them to settle in with ABK, deliver on first party on their promise all those years ago, make Game Pass the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then pick up studios like Avalanche and IO Interactive and Asobo and a few others. That that's what I want to see them do. I want to see them go around and pull a Sony. Sony is has has been because Sony doesn't have the money to pull off a publisher deal 
like they like the Activision Blizzard King. They they just don't. Now, could they get um, Square Square Enix? Sure, but the way Square Enix is behaving, I mean, they're they're, they're behaving very much like Sony. So maybe they maybe they're just a match made in heaven. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I I think there's an opportunity here that unfortunately, due to ABK, Microsoft missed. Uh, and I've talked about this before, and it breaks my heart that Laura Croft and the Tomb Raider franchise is not Xbox first party. Now, it's Embracer, and they bought two studios that by all rights in any other in any other universe would have gone to Microsoft, and they would have purchased all of the, and got, uh, for 300 million, got all of those IPs. It would have been, it'd have been, it'd have been a story. And it never happened. And it's, it's unfortunately due to ABK. Um, but listen, I don't want to go down that path. We'll be here for nine hours. Crispy Bomb, <laughs> first of all, brother, welcome back. How you feeling? Crispy? He might be on mute. A mute? Maybe, maybe. Crispy, maybe. are you there, brother? Maybe he, had to, maybe he had to step away for a hot second. We will get Crispy back in a second, folks. Uh, just I'm here. Quick. I'm here. My oh, there fault. you go. There you go. <coughs> Sorry. I didn't hear what you said, though. My fault. <laughs> what, what, Crispy, what, what welcome, we... welcome to the program, brother. This was a surprise. We weren't sure if we were going to have you on today, and we saw you in the chat. And Dave was like, maybe he could join us. I'm like, well, why, why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here. Um, yeah, I, we kind of already went through my intro, so we're good. You know, King okay. David waiting for him. Yes, yes. All right. Well, listen, we got everybody. I want to just, uh, we're waiting on King David. He should be here momentarily. Now, uh, normally, folks, you see gameplay. uh, But what I have been getting is I'm getting a lot of messages. Uh, People like the big cameras. They like to see us. They like to see the the, the who's on the screen. Uh, We are going to have six people here today. uh, And I'm going to do a poll uh, and let me know what you folks want to see. You want to see gameplay and us on the right, I mean, on the left, or do you want to see us up close and personal the way you're seeing it? Uh, You let us know. And then, of course, I will oblige. But listen, let's let's get into uh, one of the smaller stories. Now, again, uh, Dave pointed out to me that this is a bit old, but I'm starting to hear some chatter, folks. Uh, You know, a few few connections that I personally have that uh, someone took a screenshot, and I have it in front of me right now, of Cyberpunk 2077, uh, and it says clearly on there, Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, uh, This is is, uh, from Sergi, Big Dog 3223, um, and uh, it says, not fake, in the Russian Microsoft store also appeared the inscription Xbox Game Pass. I mean, look, this is, again, it's, it's it's an older picture, but I'm starting to hear chatter that this could be something falling into Xbox Game Pass. Um, they got a bunch of new sales, uh, so I think that it might have hit its, uh, its, 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 you know, upward spiral, if you will, uh, in regards to sales. Uh, this would be a big deal for Xbox Game Pass. I think it'd be a bigger deal uh, for the developer. Uh, Chris, I'll go to you first on this. Uh Cyberpunk 2077 potentially coming to Xbox Game Pass. We know that they're holding off some big announcements for the show that's coming up on the 25th. Uh, this could be one of the last ones of the month. This would be a pretty big deal. What are your thoughts on Cyberpunk potentially coming to the service? Well, you know, they have uh, 
they've kind of like hit their plateau after edge runners. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're, you're at the point where you have DLC there, you have, you have DLC that, you know, they've already announced you have reasons to get back into the game. And that's not to say that they don't pull it after a few months, you know what I mean? But if it's there, it's there. So it's logical. I mean, it makes sense for CD Projekt Red. It really does. Um, you know, they, they don't necessarily charge for for what, what they're doing DLC-wise, but also at the same time, how are you going to make money nowadays, especially? We're in, we're in the realm of even Xbox charging for the Hot Wheels DLC for, you know, Horizon 5. So, you know, you look at that and you say... Like how how are they going to make money if they're not necessarily charging? Um, also, you know they just upgraded Witcher, right? So, you know you look at those things and you say, okay, how are we going to make money? Well, put Cyberpunk once again with a ton of eyes on it, with with the polish, with what they've done because the game is much much better than when it started. Okay, and and let's be honest, like. I will give CD Projekt Red a lot of credit. They they do not give up. And I think, you know, if, if they're going to buy anybody, Microsoft, I would want them to buy them because I think they're kind of, they don't have their their eyes on the ball anymore. They're, they're trying to survive. And we understand that because, you know, all, you see all these stocks of companies and you're like, wow, that used to be, you know, $100 more. You know what I mean? Like these these companies are looking at you know the the market the the way it is at this point, inflation, all of that, and saying how are we going to survive? And and you can also look at Ubisoft and the way they're doing things and the, the way they're acting right now, and the the rumors that we're hearing. So you know, I, I just I'll give them a lot of credit that they they continue to you know do their thing, but at the same time you have to adapt, and I think. This would be a good start. You know, the game has been out for years now. And it is something that if you haven't played it at all, you should. Because you might be totally invested in it after it's all said and done. They did an amazing job of fixing the game. I was one of those people that I had enough stuff happen at the beginning that I said, shelve it. And I went back to it. And I got like 30 hours into it. I'm about you know, I'd say half to three quarters through the game. And I'm one of those like completionists, like, you know, like I will go to every spot on the map. I'm weird. Okay. Like I don't just go for the story. No, me too. I, I check every corner, brother. Like, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I mean? you find something and you're like, you're mm-hmm. like, man, this is the greatest gun in the world. Like why, you know, like, and, and most people won't find it. And you're just like, wow. Or, you know, you, you um, like I've done with Bethesda games, like doing the neutral, like that they say it's one of the hardest things to do, like, or, you know, freaking New Vegas, like, come on, like, like you, you do something that nobody else, like you're like 0.001% of, of anybody has gotten this achievement. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, that's, that's crazy. You know what I mean? How did I pull this off? And then it's one of those things like that game will envelop you and you you will sit there. You think you're going to play an hour and you end up paying, playing five. And then you're like, I have to go to bed. You know what I mean? So I, I think, you know, it, it would be a logical 
big budget AAA game that has been out for years, but continues to reinvent itself in a way um, into Game Pass and get some more eyes on it, even if it's sort of three months. You know what I mean? I think it's one of those things. You've seen it with GTA. You've seen it with other games. You know what I mean? That have you know needed some extra eyes, and then they they push forward and they take the game out. And, you know, it's still a win-win because you're getting a game that, you know, you may not have wanted to try and all of a sudden it's way better than it originally launched. And that, I think that that would be awesome. I agree. Uh, I think you're onto something. Uh, I, I know that uh, last week or it might have been the week before uh, they had put out and I say they CD Projekt Red had put out uh, their financials. Um, and, uh, I know Pong soul was like, Hey, uh, is this like an advertisement to come by us? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it, it showed, you know, what they're working on. There's a lot of vagueness to it, but it did show the numbers. Um, and, uh, they, they are primed, uh, potentially folks. And, and, you know, you made mention of something on how these companies are starting to realize that's why consolidation isn't the devil folks. Now, I understand Microsoft, you know, trillion-dollar company, they're buying Activision Blizzard. There's some people that oppose it. At the end of the day, it's going to be great for gaming for a multitude of reasons. Uh, CD Projekt Red uh, took it on the chin uh, with, you know, remember, they, they got hacked. All their, a lot of their stuff, a lot of their uh, important secret information was stolen by hackers they had, uh, you know, they had planned the Witcher 3 update that got pushed back. Cyberpunk took a dump. Even though a lot of people loved it, it didn't launch in the greatest state. And, and, and now it's, it's, it's finally running tip top. It looks next gen. Um, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I, I, I'll say this, folks. If, if, if I were Microsoft and I was looking, uh, you know, at publishers, and we're going to get into this when we get uh, later on in, in, further down the show, um, I wouldn't be looking at Ubisoft. That's just me. I, I think there's too many problems there. Uh, the, what, that, what the family has done with that uh, is, uh, you know, that with, with the, their IPs and, and the way they're handling that business is it's a mess. I mean, if you thought ABK was trouble with Bobby Kotek being the D-bag that he is um, and, you know, some of some of the developers that are now fired, you know, with their Bill Cosby rooms and shit like that, which is just mind blowing that actually occurred. Um, it's worse. It's worse over for Ubisoft. So I don't know if I touched that with a 10 foot pole personally. I would say this. If I was going to get a, you know, quote unquote publisher, it would be a smaller one like CD Projekt Red. Could you imagine Microsoft owning them, they would literally corner the market in West in Western RPGs. I mean, that's just imagine that. Now, even no, if the next, I mean, it, it, boom, it would be it would be absolutely um, what we call a Western RPG monopoly. I mean, it, it would <laughs> it would absolutely, and and this is where like you know people don't understand like Cyberpunk was the highest selling game that year. Mm -hmm. uh, don't remember that. Okay, like like the game did well for them, but also it caught a lot of heat. Okay, and they 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 are basically they should just go to Game Pass and 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 just leave it in there for for eternity because I agree. Yeah. you know and I think Xbox it would be a smart thing because it still runs better on my Series X than anybody I've talked to on the PlayStation Five. 
Okay. And, and this was the case that I played it on the one X and it was playable. It wasn't like it wasn't playable. I just said, you know, they got stuff to work through. You know what I'm saying? Like people could not play it on PlayStation. Okay. PlayStation four, they, they made a huge mistake. You know what I mean? Like they, they tried to, you know, release it across the board and they weren't ready for that. And I think it was pushed out. I mean, the way they're talking now, it was, it was ridiculous how they, they approach this like money grab. And that's where you go and say, you could say what you want about Microsoft, but there's a reason why Redfall and Starfield are delayed because Microsoft said, no, we got the money. We got your back, bro. You know how I'm saying? That's what they said. They said, we got your back. Let's make this thing really, really special. You know what I mean? And, and they sent, you know, they said, work with your other teams. You got, you know, id over, you know, doing stuff with Redfall. And then Starfield, I mean, God only knows how many teams, you know, parts of each team have, have worked on this game in this period of time. You really don't know because if it's one person, but that one person could be really, really good at that certain aspect of that game and make it 10 times better. And I think, you know, a, as we go about this, like it's how, you know, companies are going to treat those developers. And luckily, you know, Microsoft's like, hey, we'll, we'll allow you to have a union if that makes you happy. So. I, I don't know, man. Like it, it seems like a win-win if that did happen, which would be incredible. I, I agree. Uh, again, if this comes to fruition, I would imagine that that's going to be one of the big bombs uh, dropped. Uh, why not put Why not put Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven into the Game Pass? There are potentially 30, uh, 30 million subscribers. A lot of people didn't play that game. That 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 would that would potentially move uh, subs. It, it really would. It'd be one of the big first first big third party games to drop in there uh, um, uh, for for twenty twenty three. I think it'd be huge. Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, Cyberpunk again. It's it's a phenomenal game. It's even better now with the next gen patch. Uh, this is the rumor that's starting to circulate once again. What are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> All right. Well. Could it be f a faked thing? I don't think so. I think it's it's one of those things that has also popped out in the past that uh, was pre. Uh, uh, I guess they jumped the gun when they when they you know made the deal, you know. Um, so when when I look at it, I, I think uh, that it's more likely plausible that it's that it's going to happen. Uh, it's just when. And that's when I was looking at it back a year ago when they when it first came out. Uh, and if you think about it, anytime soon would be a good time. Now that they've already got the next gen, they fixed all the issues that or majority of the issues that they've had in the past. They've added more stuff to it. Uh, when it when it comes to that, this is the best time because now we don't have the negative press. Everybody's gone back with the positive press of how great the game is now, how good it runs, how great it looks. Um, and we're, you know, we're mo most of the people that would be playing this, even if it was on game pass would be playing it um, with the next gen hardware, which is technically current gen hardware. Right. And if you, if you think about it, even if you had an Xbox one, let's say you had an Xbox uh, OG one, right. The original with the connect that nobody you know in 2013 you could still play it i still have it and it still works but if you still wanted to have uh, less glitches or less issues you could stream it because 
you set that up for for um, cloud streaming, you're playing it virtually as if you were right there, playing it right off your console. So with the technology being as much more advanced now to be able to play this game, and the streaming is that much more advanced, I think it's a, it's a good proposition that it is going to come out sooner than later, and it would it would benefit. Um, they've already made the sales that they were going to make. All the negative press uh, originally didn't deter that for for the yeah, most I, part. I think uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think they 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 have hit their their high mark at this point. Yeah, and it, and it just makes sense because. If you think about it, right, we just had the upgrade, right, the, the graphics upgrade and, you know, the additional content that they pushed out, and they still have more additional content. So whoever's going to buy it, they've, they've pretty much hit that plateau. Now, this will open it up for other players to have access that weren't interested. I mean, how many times have we talked about games that we were not even interested in, but we'd try it out? Or games we even said we would never try out, but you know what? People are playing it. People are talking about it. Let me just go ahead and try it. You know, you don't even have to download it. You just cloud stream it, and you're good to go. Yeah, uh, can I just jump in for a hot second, just to give you the yeah. heads up, just to go some some context to what you're saying. Yeah. As of September 2022, it has surpassed 12 uh, tw- uh, 20 million copies. Now that's a plateau. I mean, can, can they can they get another 20? Game Pass might not be the way to get there, but guess what? It'll be a good step. You know, yet again, you you look at how many people have Game Pass. You look at how many people would be interested in it and just don't want to spend the money for a game that's broken, according to them, right? Because Xbox right now still has 2013. I still talk to people. I mean, even my brother-in-law popped up. (laughs) Don't tell me that 2013 stink still stays there. Will. And he doesn't even have a PlayStation 5. He doesn't even have a PlayStation 4. He still talks about how great PlayStation is compared to, uh, you know, uh, Xbox. And this is the one that I gave up my 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 PlayStation Spider-Man edition console. You know what I mean? And he sold it. And I was like, you're supposed to sell it to me. But it's still that 2013 stank. And it's the same thing here. It, people could still have that. Oh, when it, when it came out, it was horrible. I don't care how much they put up on it. I mean, I still do the same thing with No Man's Sky. I don't like it. I will never play it. I will never, nothing with it, right? That's me. I And I think that other people would be like that too for certain games. There's certain people that would be open to it, certain people that might not. But how many times, like I said before, how many times we said uh, Vampire Survivors looks like dog crud. And you and know, when you play it's like crack cocaine, it. yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's it's like the guy's gonna flash and you don't want to look, and all of a sudden, you, he's got Rolodex of watches, all everything, you know. And you're like, no, uh, okay, let's 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 go for this. This guy's got the, the trench coat, and we're gonna we're gonna invest in the games. That we're got. going for it, folks. Yeah. We're going for it. <laughs> so, I mean, this this I think this is the same situation, you know, they've they've peaked out, they've plateaued. And this is the next step to get them to, to keep continue on. And when they do release more content or anything else, it's going to be right. You think about how many Witcher games were out and how every single time they, they sucked when they first came out. They sucked. Witcher 3 is the, the biggest one that is like the greatest game ever. You have to play it. But when it first came out, it sucked. Who remembers that? Not very many people. And now that the negative press on... on um, cyberpunk is kind of going away it's a good way to bring people back in or bring new people in that 
may have forgotten about it. So it, it's it's anybody's guess, but I think that that's that's what's going on, and that's why they've they've probably waited so long was the the negative press, and they probably said, "Hey, look, we got the upgrade coming out. We're still working on it. Let's let's get ourselves in back in good graces, and then blow them out of the water. And when we do, we'll come back and and finalize this contract." Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. Actually, could have been finalized, and just they were just trying to find. A well, date. they could they could be waiting for the twenty fifth. They could be waiting for uh, Melissa McGamepath to to put a, a post out because remember, we know the first couple of games are coming. Uh, that's Persona Three, Persona Four, and of course Monster Hunter Rise, which was originally an, uh, a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Those are confirmed. I think those are coming out next week. Uh, we still don't know what the end of the month is going to because they just they said there are a couple more. This this could. I mean, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see, and and it could be one of the biggest uh, uh, stories that pop out because of one of the biggest games out there, and being the biggest game to you know one of the biggest games joining Game Pass uh, out of the blue. I mean, you would say out of the blue, but. We we foresaw it from from a leak, accident, you know, an accidental leak. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, listen, dread. If it gets in there, it's going to be a big deal. Even even if it launches for both. And I have a quote from CD Projekt Red, but uh, Web Dave, this is yeah. this is a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I don't know where it's going to go first, or if it's going to be a dual release. But this is the I. And if you folks, if you're wondering why did I why am I bringing this up today? Because uh, this this comes the way of originally it was pure Xbox that posted the original story. Uh, GamersRevolution.com picked it up. That's the, that's what I have in front of me, uh, and it shows a screenshot uh, where it says uh, Cyberpunk. Uh, all of its download uh, information says 57 gigs, um, and uh, it says Game Pass Ultimate. So I'm looking at the picture right now, um, and and this is this is what uh, uh, CD Projekt Red had to say according to the story. CD Projekt Red denied it had struck the deal, or struck a deal, uh, struck up a deal uh, with Game Pass or PlayStation Plus back in September of 2022. Investors call uh, saying that it would only discuss deals when they had happened. And this is what they exactly said. And I quote, this is from uh, the, uh, the head of CD Projekt Red. Whether there are, are any potential deals with Xbox, Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, we've done some deals in the past. But if there's any deals happening, we'll only be able to talk about it in the future. And anything that's going is going to happen will be announced at the appropriate time. We don't have anything to share as of right now. Well, there you go. Yep. So in other words, basically, if if it's if once it happens, then they can talk about it because they've they're under contracts and they're under. I'm sure there's some different guidelines and, and it'll probably affect their finances if they if they talked about it too soon so and and as far as the stockholders call that kind of thing they wouldn't uh, present that to them until they had it for sure because obviously if it does go to game pass and or um uh, to the sony platform then they're going to get paid a lot of money out for that so it's it's definitely going to be it's not like they're going to be giving it away you know they're going to be they're going to be making bank and with the intent that when they do that that they are going to also um, you know, probably going to increase sales and add on sales, um, expansion updates. Uh, those are kind of things that they can actually, you know, make money from that by putting that in game pass. You know, most people, are actually, well, any person or any company that's put a game in game pass so far 
has praised um, their sell-through rate because of Game Pass. The um, continued awareness, something that somebody, you know, well, I've heard that game had a lot of problems, and then they're able to, let's play it on Game Pass. You know, and it's not saying it's going to be in there forever, but, you know, even if it's in there for six months, you know, that's going to give opportunity for people to try it out and play it that may not have ever wanted to try it out before. And once they get in and get hooked, because it's a beautiful game and a lot of fun um, to play, that they're going to probably want to buy it for themselves, especially when it starts to, you know, trickle off of, uh, you know, Game Pass. I know, like for me, um, I played uh, Nier Automata, and I love that game so much so that when it left Game Pass, I was kind of missing it, so I had to go buy it. You bought it. it. There you go. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, good, good stuff. Listen, uh, let's get Fuzzy's final uh, opinion on this, folks. As we close in on 450 people here this bright early Friday the 13th. I know Dred's digging that because he's a horror guy. Um, uh, yes. Fuzzy, <laughs> Fuzzy, what are your thoughts on this? Would this be a big get for Xbox Game Pass? At least one of the bigger gets to start off the year, considering of all i mean think i mean folks look i i don't get a dollar every time i say game pass i wish i did because i'd say it a lot more um game pass but the yeah the amount <laughs> of games coming uh you have that uh you know you lies of p stalker mm. 2 you have uh the bioshock uh game that from that russian studio atomic um, heart atomic heart yes thank you i always forget that there are so many games coming on top of first party, on top of Game Pass deals, mm-hmm. and then you and you can you can sprinkle in a cyberpunk brother. This is this would be a big get if it's true. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, it's one of those things where it there's more value to the service. It's a, it's still a sixty dollar game. Sure, it's been on sale throughout the year, off and on type of thing. But still, if somebody was looking at it now. After catching the Netflix uh, uh, Edge Runners show, they're gonna have to spend sixty dollars if they want to try it or or if they want to own it. Yes. So having it in Game Pass now, even though it it would have been nice to have it in there a little bit sooner, but you know, I I bought it day one, so it's one of those things where it doesn't doesn't necessarily you know add value for me. But I'm pretty sure there are quite a few people that haven't played it or haven't touched it since, you know, the whole controversy as far as the previous gen, you know, version being broken and stuff like that. And with it being in Game Pass, I don't know if this will be one of those where the previous gen consoles will be able to stream the better version or not. But in in general, just having it in Game Pass along with all the other games that we're supposed to be getting from third party throughout this year, just it's a tremendous value. And it, it makes it that much easier for someone to say, you know what? Let me just pick up this this console for this ecosystem, or even if they have a PC or mobile phone, they can just get into the ecosystem and, and try out these games. And it, it's pretty much the best way to go about at least someone starting. Considering the financial climate that we're in, fuzzy it's, like a lot, like a lot of people discount that. It, it's it's again, I know people make fun of me for bringing real life into the conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, it, it's got to be it's got to be a part of the conversation. You oh, yeah. can't get a better deal than Xbox Game Pass. Exactly. You just can't. No, but I'm 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 glad that they're doing this, and I, I would like to see some more third party ones uh, make it in there. Like I know, Elden Ring has kind of been that um, cloud streaming game that they've been testing in some markets, but not quite in Game Pass just yet. So that might be another nice one for some that haven't tried that as well. But if Cyberpunk makes it in, that that would be another awesome RPG that's in that system. So it, I, I'm hoping that comes true later this month. Yeah, well, let's welcome in King David. What's going on, my brother? How you feeling? 
Hey guys, uh, I do apologize for my tardiness. Uh, I know Sif Lord was anticipating me being here from the opening <laughs> bell, but uh, you know, traffic laws in New York City is very strict. So <laughs> 20 I miles an hour. your PBA card, brother. I'll send the that right over. here. Yes, what's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, yeah, King, first of all, brother, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to get into some of the spicy stuff. Obviously, you got a chance to see what NVIDIA and um, <laughs> Google had to say about the deal. Uh, I have some stuff that was posted by Everborn Saga, who's in the chat. But uh, before we get into that next story, folks, uh, I do want to catch up on super, some of the super chats. Been quite a few of them. Uh, good friend of the show, Shooter Twenty Eight Fifty Three, who's been a channel member for a couple of months. Just a very generous ten dollars super chat. He's all the way from the other side of the moon in Australia. Thank you so much for being here, brother. He says, "Good morning, Boom, Mrs. Boom, Web Dave's uh, crispy, Dreadpool, and fuzzy." Uh, good um, to be here with you today. Well, it's great to have you here, brother. Hopefully, you're feeling well and ready to rock and roll. Everborn Saga, just a very generous $2 super chat, and he actually does that just so he can say the word Sega. We still need Sega, indeed. Absolutely. Uh, Chaos Theory has been a channel member for 38 months. Gee whiz, thank you so much for that. He says, um, holy cow, 38 months. What What up, boom? Uh, what, uh, what up, chat? an xbox show on my birthday oh snap dude happy birthday brother hopefully you have a great day and hopefully this podcast is just the tip of the iceberg for you and all the fun you're gonna have on your b-day um gerald mack who's been a channel member for over a year drops a very generous five dollars super chances with all of the trouble that ubisoft is in having microsoft should uh should uh uh, uh, okay, let me just start again. With all of the trouble that Ubisoft is having, Microsoft should just buy Splinter Cell. Uh, shout out to Dobao Game. Yeah, I, I may, maybe some IPs would be up for sale. I that that you know if you can't, yeah, I love the sound. There you go. Um, I mean, why not? Uh, I, I said this uh, on the show yesterday. I think that uh, it behooves Microsoft to drop a bag of money because they're desperate and lock up Splinter Cell as a permanent exclusive. Pull a Sony. Uh, before and do it before Sony does it because Sony will do it. Uh, if you sit back on your on your good guy laurels, spend the money, lock up Sam Fisher as a permanent exclusive because quite frankly it wasn't exclusive when OG Xbox first came out. Mm-hmm. Bring Sam home, bring Sam home. He's MIA right now. We got to bring him home. Um, and uh, Microsoft has the money and uh, the means to do it, so I think they should. Uh, Gotham guy, good friend of the program. Uh, just a very generous $10 super chat. It says, Microsoft has a great relationship with CD Projekt Red since The Witcher 2. They also supported, um, they also support, they, they, their support also kept Cyberpunk in the Xbox store despite all of the issues mm-hmm. and bugs, unlike Sony. Game Pass for the win. Yeah, I absolutely agree there. Uh, Sith Lord, who's a very gen- generous friend of the program, he's been a channel member for six months. Thank you for that, brother. He drops a $5 super chat and says, talking about CD Projekt Red. Box and Burger's ears are burning. I'm, send, I'm sending uh, an investigator to look for King. Uh, there you go. Happy Friday the 13th. Hope you all have a good weekend. And uh, the the Black Harry Potter. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. He drops a very generous $5. Of chances. The King is here in all caps. No um, chinchilla today. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, King, being that you're here. I want to get to everyone. We 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 got to talk about uh, Google. We got to talk <laughs> about Nvidia now, folks. Uh, it was brought to the attention of the masses yesterday 
that these two uh, entities uh, that are market leaders in their fields, uh, Google is uh, currently one half of the duopoly, as they're called in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they dominate mobile gaming. Uh, to suggest that they don't want Microsoft in that conversation, of course they don't want Microsoft in that conversation. Hell, they don't even want Apple in that conversation. They want to be number one. Yep. But they have that market blocked and co- and cornered, and uh, it's a problem. Uh, NVIDIA. Now, NVIDIA is wh- – why would NVIDIA have a problem? Uh, NVIDIA would have a problem because Microsoft was one of the main proponents in getting that deal with ARM blocked. Now, uh, if you don't know what, what I'm talking about, NVIDIA tried to buy the chip-making company Oof. called ARM. Uh, and if that and and that got blocked by the FTC, got blocked by everybody. Uh, and Microsoft was called as a character witness, and uh, they said no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't own that because what would have, what what would have happened, King, is Nvidia would have been now owned of the market, uh, the chip making market, ninety plus percent. That's a yeah. monopoly that could not have been allowed to happen. But thanks to Everborn Saga, folks. Uh, it was reported again that both Google and Nvidia provided information that backs the key FTC con- uh, contention that Microsoft would gain an unfair advantage in the market for cloud subscription and mobile gaming, according to people familiar with the case. But he also puts in red here that there was a there was a part of this that was left out of some of these stories, uh, specifically Bloomberg. I didn't see this in Bloomberg. And if I did, I missed it. He says, um, uh, uh, in its remarks to the FTC, NVIDIA stressed the need for equal and open access to game titles, but didn't directly oppose the acquisition, according to one of the people familiar. Uh, So NVIDIA, not a problem with the deal, but they had concerns. Okay, that's that's fine. Concerns could be addressed. Google straight up said that they shouldn't do it. They, they basically have banded with Sony. We know, King, that Google has an unbelievable distaste for Microsoft, and Microsoft has an unbelievable distaste for Google. Um, I don't think either of these companies are going to move the needle enough um, to block the deal. I think the deal is already done. We just don't know about it yet. I think they're working it out with you know concessions and things of that nature. When you saw this, were you surprised that it took this long to th- for these two market leaders to have a problem with the deal? No, um, I'm I'm pretty sure that we're just finding out this information now. But they they've been putting uh, their their two cents as far as uh, you know about this deal. Um, let me start by saying that uh, Google definitely has a bone to pick with Microsoft because Stadia uh, was a stillborn because of uh xbox cloud and game pass see the way that uh they strategized over at microsoft as far as getting uh google cloud i mean um xbox cloud to the masses first they said it was in beta we all knew that stadia was in beta but they wanted to put it out as a finished product and it had too many inherent flaws right but they had to be able to monetize it in a way that brought back instant revenue we all know that google themselves if they don't see a profit immediately they abandon right they notorious they, they, stuff dude notorious yeah. so 
we know that what, what they what they uh, motto is. We don't see the green. We got to leave. That's just a fact, right? And Microsoft's long term prospects for X Cloud was an additive. They were pushing their their first party titles inside Game Pass, and they knew that that would be the lore to get people in. And then once you're inside Game Pass, then they, you know had other you know third party titles being launched in there, whatever. But again, we have this thing if you so choose to try this out. And then when people did try it, they said, "Wow, it's really good. It's it's you know, but it's extra." And then it started progressively being better over time. These guys get a chance to see the numbers. Now this is a problem. This is a problem. Now this is a problem because if we if they get a chance to you know get the abk deal done it's a huge problem because now they're going to be working on latency and and trying to get uh call of duty and other games you know inside the cloud to launch inside the cloud and as you noticed before it started off with like three four titles in the cloud that you could play and then every month it goes up numbers and numbers and numbers so Again, it's a great experience. I play Vampire uh, Survivors in it all the time. Uh, the touch uh, works you know, fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the bigger deals are happening through Samsung, LG. Right? There's other deals happening. Microsoft didn't take a, a just a forward-facing approach to it like Stadia. You know, oh, it's in your browser. It's fantastic. We can get it to you. Boom. That's how you got it. No, Microsoft has uh, like a four-prong approach attacking the situation from all sides to make it an undeniable additive to whatever you uh, subscribe to. So now NVIDIA has been trying to break that market as far as getting the NVIDIA Go and and their streaming service to all the PC users. This inherently infringes upon that whole thing because you have Xbox Ultimate Game Pass Ultimate, you're like, oh, snap, I got this uh, additive feature to it as well, right? It broadens and it attacks their whole model and where they make their money. NVIDIA isn't a console maker, but they're a hardware maker when it comes to the, the GPUs. This attacks that model, right? And AMD is aligned with uh, Microsoft Microsoft yeah. and Sony, yep. right? The only people that is aligned with NVIDIA at the moment is Nintendo. They're making a good piece of change over there, selling them their, their old chips. They're not using new chips. They're old chips that they're, they're selling and them. They're more expensive to making. Exactly. I know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So at the same time, they if, if, if they weren't sleeping with the enemy, AMD is the enemy, they weren't sleeping with the enemy. I don't think they have a problem with it as far as that go because they are intrinsically in bed with them. But they do say, well, you know, we don't really have a problem because the next iteration of the Xbox might not use AMD architecture, right? It could if any uh, Nvidia comes to the table with something that makes sense, could you know, switch. So we don't know what happens. I know that would change the whole dynamic of what everything that Microsoft has built, right? But again, they don't want to cut off their nose to spite their face. 
Google understands that Microsoft did kill one of their projects and there are a, a severe threat. So this doesn't surprise me at all. This is stuff that they're supposed to do. This is business. But I think the deal is done anyway. You know, I don't think they, they moved the needle left or right. I just believe that, you know, Microsoft had to just deal with certain grandstanding people. When you have a big pot of money, $70 billion, there are people looking at this saying, how can I get this parachute so I never work again? And this is the issue. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. If they have 70 billion to go around, they got enough to pay me off. They got enough to do this. They got enough to do that. So it's just a lot of people just trying to get their parachute. And once everybody gets paid, the deal goes through. That's about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Real quick, I I, I just I have been blown away recently this is, with this some is of crazy, the uh, dude. yeah, this is mm. this is this is another incredible one. Uh the gamers DMZ uh just dropped, folks. A one hundred and thirty-five dollar super chat, like oh blessings! Yikes, that is a lot of money, dude. Uh, he says, "Hey, boom! I have been asking a question about. I think he meant uh, uh, P three. I think I think that's what, if you're talking about Phil Spencer on the back end when when donating. I never got a response from your team, dude. Uh, that I apologize for that. I, if it's I, if it's a question, I can answer. In fact, just throw it into the chat now, and I'll answer it live on the air. I I must have missed it. Uh, he says, uh." Uh, that said, please donate $50 to Hoaglaw, which yes. my wife and I, we did $100 yesterday. Uh, and uh, we will, uh, you know, again, once the money situation works its way out, we will donate again. I want to help as much as we can. I've been uh, tweeting and tweeting and tweeting. I've been speaking with her, uh, you know, via, you know, uh, uh, you know, on Twitter. Uh, and she's very, very, very happy. And, and they're closing in on their goal, folks. Yes. And it's It's close. Uh, and that's obviously for medical expenses. Uh, and Hoaglaw is one of the best in the business. I love I love Rick. Uh, he's a great dude. He saw so much success last year. For this to happen is is heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, Hoaglaw, one of the prominent co content creators of 2022, suffered a stroke right before the end of the year. Uh, and he is on his road rec to recovery. I don't know how. She gives updates almost every day. And she's exhausted. And poor Mrs. Hoaglaw is exhausted uh it's a lot of work uh but she has help uh her mom did fly in and she's helping with the kids and obviously she has sisters and things like that so it's a family affair and thank goodness that they have the help uh so thank you so much for the donation we will donate further no doubt about that and he says use the rest to give out dead space for xbox on the release of your show uh king is off the chain thank you really <laughs> of course he is yeah we, we, the, the, the the giveaways are coming I can't specifically talk about anything un, uh, other than what we're doing. And Mrs. Boom and I have already uh, committed to buying 15 copies of Stalker 2 to give those away on a special release uh, uh, podcast that we're going to do. I'm right now trying to get at least one or two members from that team to join us. Hopefully they will. And we will give those 15 copies away live on the air. The first eight go to channel members. The next seven will go to uh, anyone that's in the chat. And the reason why we're doing it is because the little guy is helping the little guy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give 15 people in the community uh, a $70 game. And 70% of the monies that we spend is going to be going to the team. And we want to try and help out the best we can. So 15 copies of Stalker 2 are being purchased. And I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to buy them legit. I'm not buying them from... 
little Johnny down the street. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to go to GameStop and buy 15 copies digitally and 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 deliver them to the winners. Uh, that's that's the goal. That's one of the big big uh, uh, first contests that we're doing this year. Um, so thank you for the generosity, dude. That is that's bonkers generous of you. Thank you. And like I said, by all means, drop your question in here. Uh, and let me see what you were at. Oh, here it is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ask, ask the question, brother. And I would more than happy to answer it. Uh, but listen, let's bring in uh, Dreadpool on this. Dreadpool, um, it's not surprising that NVIDIA, they have sour grapes. They lost that on the arm deal, and rightfully so. You can't have anyone have 90% of the market. You, you just can't. It is ridiculous. For them to even think that it was going to go through is preposterous. Uh, Google... Uh, well, Google kills things on a regular basis. Stadia didn't die because of Xbox. Stadia died because of poor management. Mm-hmm. And they did not have the stamina to keep up with, you know, with gaming. And that's PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. That's all of them. Google thought that they could just jump in without testing the water. They got they they got they got frozen when they jumped into the lake and they had to run right out. That that's what happened. That's the, the simplicity of it. They killed their own product. And that's because they did not make the proper investments. What are your thoughts on on both of these these market leading um, companies having a problem with a deal that really does not affect the market the way that they are suggesting? I think Google is just butthurt because they got the wrong fill. <laughs> I I agree there. <laughs> I mute myself. <laughs> so I mean, you know, and that's that's the thing, right? We we talked about this before. They they just have. Let's just say it. They have fast everything that they've done when they came to that. You know, it, it was great technology. They just did not put the proper procedures in place for everything to continue working. You know, because, uh, I mean, you know, Xbox is looking into it right now. You know, you don't need to have a console. You can just hook up your controller to your TV and play, uh, you know, on your Game Pass. You can play your X Cloud games or cloud gaming whatever they want to call it now until it comes back to x cloud uh but that's you know that's what they're looking at doing the same thing because they did have a, a step in the right direction how do you speed up streaming communications you know you you instead of going to the console or to a tv and then going to your router and up you're going directly to your router and up you you're, you're bypassing a couple steps so they had a good idea they just didn't know how to implement it you know, and then on top of that, they didn't learn from everybody else's mistakes on how to, you know, how to do this, right? Microsoft and Xbox are known to jump the gun on a lot of things before the rest of the world is even ready to do this, right? Like Connect, prime example. What are we using now? We're using our phones. We're using um, Surrey. We're using Amazon, Alexa. We're using all of those. All devices. of it. They were they were way too advanced. And for they it. were yep. so far ahead that people weren't ready for it. But now they're not spying on us. They're a commodity we have to have in our houses. It's 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 now it's part of the smart house. It's part of this. It's part of that. But they were doing it before. And yet again, they screwed up when they did it because they they pushed it too hard as opposed to an option that let people make those choices. They did the same thing, you know, with Google, you know, this is the only way you're going to get these games. And now they've been backtracking on trying to get you to own the games that you paid for that the service is gone. You know, I finally got my money back 
from being a founder, you know, because I wanted to try it out. And I also wanted to make sure I had my name. But yet again, they 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 didn't learn until it was too late. They got the wrong fill. They had the wrong strategy. Even when they talked about it. Right. This is where we have this. The, remember the teraflop conversations we used to have back in the day? They're like, we have more teraflops than the Xbox and PlayStation. But they were going back to the Xbox one. They weren't talking about series. They weren't talking about PlayStation five. They were talking about PlayStation four. So, yeah, they were looking better, but it was the metrics that they used. You know, we talked about Excel, right? You take a certain number out and now your metrics look great. That's what they did. They took out next gen out and compared themselves to last gen as if everything was all, you know, apples to apples. No, they were comparing apples and oranges to bananas. It's not the same thing. You know, it could have been good, but it's not the same thing. They stuck it in the wrong. Well, their, their business model was just wacky. You know, buy the game and and you don't own the game and you can play the game, but you don't you don't have it unless you buy it. It it, it was just a dumb business model. Sorry, it it was, you know, like I said, they they put the banana in the wrong tailpipe and that's, you know, and that's their problem. But now when you look at NVIDIA, they were I mean, they were looking to expand. They were trying to go into a different market, but it is the same sort of the same market because arm is totally different from everything else and and i understand what they were trying to do but again they were already dominating you know and and we used to have back in the day three or four different graphics cards that that were competing with each other not partners but actual um assembly units so when you when you look at everything that you know all these companies that were competing now you're down to two we finally got intel back to to try to compete and you know they're not even doing what they should be doing but at that time they were the number one they they could do no wrong i mean and they still believe it you look at how how expensive graphics cards are now and we don't have a shortage well we sort of do but we don't and and they they believe their own hype they're they're overpriced and that's their msrp you know let alone their partners pricing because their partners have to fix whatever they think and try to make themselves stand out so that way they can sell also you know but yet again you bring arm it's a different type of cpu it's a different uh method that everything works off of and you know trying to incorporate the technologies that they've used into arm and and take that i understand why they wanted to do that but when you're number one like that and you're going to literally kill everything and anything that could be competition uh, it, it's it's gonna do that. It's gonna bite you in the ass like that, and that and that's unfortunate because it could have been something good for the rest of us if it, they had been a a trusted company. But because we've seen what they've done, we've seen how they they they've acted um, when their partners uh, e, uh, was it EGA, uh, EVGA when they when they backed out, they didn't they say they backed out of all of the GPU market. Why? Because they're going to get blackballed and, and nothing's going to happen, you know, and, and they, NVIDIA, are very um, continuous when, when, they, when they don't like something or somebody, they continuously just go after them. They don't. They don't give up. Well, they, you know something that sounds pretty similar to the way Sony hmm. does their business. And folks, just just again adding context to your conversation, Dread. Uh, currently, uh, uh, Nvidia has the uh, f- 
54% of the world's chips come from NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a hot second. 50, 54% of the world. There's only one world, folks. And it's this world. And they have more than half of the world chips coming from NVIDIA. I have that. And that's as of November 30th, 2022. Right. So, so you, you see, there's a problem there. You know, and, and it's funny how the similarities are there. But yet they're using false similarities with Microsoft. You know, the false narratives, right? The whole Nintendo doesn't count because it's not a next gen. It, they can't do 4K. Well, I could stream Nintendo on 4K because I'm uprising everything on my on my PC to stream at 4K, even though it's not really 4K. You know, so I mean, it, I'm, I'm changing how I look at it. Does that make it factual? No, it's just because I'm streaming out 4K. I'm still playing 720 or 1080. I'm not making anything different. I'm just changing my narrative. And that's what they're doing. They're changing the narrative that this doesn't count. So we have to go after them because they're the bigger oppressors when they're not. It's the, you know, it's it's the same historical fact. A lot of times the oppressors become the victims and they cry foul and everybody goes to save the ones that rose up against the oppressors. You know what I mean? They, they go after them instead and save the oppressors. And, you know, it, it, so it, it's always a political thing. And this is what's going on here, too. This is a political thing. It's also a vendetta thing. It, there's there's so much back and forth between these. And it, and it's it just sucks that we have to deal with it like this. And, it, you know, you think it would the world would be a lot simpler. But we know life is life. And it's not like that. No, so, I mean, great, great, great points. But bringing the the the. the uh... The real life uh, conversation is incredibly important. Let's uh, l- l- let's um, let's bring in uh, Fuzzy on this. Fuzzy, what are your thoughts? We have two major topics to get into, so just give us your quick thoughts on on uh, on uh, on this particular s- scenario. Are you surprised by Nvidia and specifically Google? I mean, we know both of those companies. I can't say both. I know Google has a, an unbelievable distaste for Microsoft, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, but Nvidia. I, I kind of look at NVIDIA as it, their shield program or, or the, the, that device that they had. I know that they were rolling back some of the things that they had on it where they were turning away some of the or, or canceling some of the licenses or something along those lines where it wasn't going to be as useful as it once was. But as far as we Google, it, it's to be expected. Like was mentioned, it, there's a, a, a definite... Uh, target on Google's Play Store as far as Microsoft is concerned, you know, rightfully so, considering how Apple and Google have been basically a duopoly (laughs) to some extent. But um, when it comes to uh, Google, I mean, we still don't have uh, uploads for YouTube that PlayStation has. And it, it just feels like Google intentionally, you know, holds back Xbox or Microsoft to some extent on every chance they get. Um, you would think they would be more appreciative that they're using Chrome or uh, Chromium now for Edge, but it looks like I guess Edge is eating some of their their uh, market share. So yeah, I guess mm-hmm. they're a little little uh, PO'd about that as well. But Google, no surprise. Um, Google Graveyard, like we had talked about in the green room before the show, mm-hmm. it, it, everything they touch doesn't turn to gold. And if it doesn't, or if it doesn't turn to gold in two months, it's it's canned. It's no killed. What. Yes, that's <laughs> so, it. it. Um, it's to be expected, but NVIDIA, uh, a little surprise, but, you know, considering these consoles have AMD chipsets, 
I kind of wonder if they feel a certain way. Well, there's no doubt that there's sour grapes there. I mean, the evidence is right there. You just said it. The yeah. chip, the, the NVIDIA chips are not used in the, in the Xbox, right? They, they're partnered with AMD. Mm-hmm. AMD is a direct competitor with NVIDIA, right? And they also, and I say they, Microsoft was also one of the character witnesses used to block the deal for ARM. That's a, that's a confirmed fact. Well, the, the ARM deal was a, a little bit different thing, but I can I can see them holding a grudge to some extent. Like the the ARM deal, I I think we would all be less happy with with the the chip landscape if it was uh, to be able to pass. But that that's a whole nother story for another another time. But um, you know, to be expected. Hopefully, you know, Microsoft will show that these aren't really the right people to listen to in this space as far as when it comes to games or game streaming in general. Uh, just given their their you know track record as far as how both have scaled back and one even closed up shop, so we'll we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, indeed. Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, you're our money man of the panel. Uh, is this a surprise or it's to be it's, it's to be uh, you know ex- expected? And more importantly, in your professional opinion, do you think that this even matters to the deal getting done? So if this is about competition, uh, let us have competition. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's um, <clears throat> it, it's really, I, I think, um, uh, Tim Dog, I read his post about it. Um, uh, he, he, I think he called it pretty good. He, they seem like, you know, the deal's not going to stop. That's all there is to it. The deal is not going to stop. This isn't going to slow down. It's not a monkey wrench in any, in any form. This is basically a, you know, let's cast that net out there. Let's see if we can catch any of this uh, benefit us. It can if it, it, it slows them down. It benefits them. If it if they get some kind of concession out of this, you never know, you know, because Microsoft is. It, I mean, listen, the they want the deal done, so it's it's a, a potential concession is possible. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. So, and that's and that's where I see it is that it, it is a possibility uh, that they might uh, you know throw them a bone as it were just to you know just to make sure that uh, that everything is good to go. But I don't feel like that this is is. Um, um, what's the term? It's a nothing, nothing burger. Nothing burger. Yes. There you go. There so, you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Listen, crispy. Uh, I want to read a quote from Jez Corden, uh, 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 lead beat writer at, uh, obviously windows central. Uh, he's also one half of the Xbox two podcast. And he wrote very simply, you know, when Jez writes something, people stop and listen, at least I want, I'm one of them. Uh, I really appreciate the work he does. And, uh, he goes and he says this, uh, uh, and this is right up your alley because you, you, you can be slanderous as well at times. He says, Google, uh, in, in, in quotes, please protect our du- duopoly. NVIDIA, in all caps, please let us make uh, a cloud monopoly. He writes, "What LOL, what a joke. I don't think I could have said it any better. Uh, and that, of course, that is a, a powerful voice in the, the gaming media community. Uh, I think everyone thinks this is a joke. What do you think? <laughs> yeah it's a joke it's a joke in a way but also calling out the bullshit that's that's the easy way to look at it. it it's one of those things where you know everybody's like oh but microsoft's a trillion dollar company they can't so everybody's already comparing this to abk and 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 just looking at it and saying okay well NVIDIA tried to, you know, take ARM and and basically it's a linear ask. Well, wait a second. We're talking about a monopoly, people. 
That's what we're talking about. An actual monopoly. Like 90 plus percent. That's that's yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be 70. If you have more than 70 percent of the market you're trying to purchase, it's a monopoly. Okay. Um, yeah. Guess what? Xbox, the 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 entity which is ABK, they're trying to purchase is what? It's it's not a monopoly. Okay. It's not it's not taking an aspect of what you are and saying, you know, gaming wise, this is what it is. And they have the no holds bar greatest games of all time. Cause uh if anybody says that, I disagree with it completely. They have Call of Duty, they have Diablo. What else do they have? Then you go down the list of IPs that some of them deserve more than than what they've had. And that's where you're going to say, well, if they do it correctly, and if all of the, the, the cards are laid out on the table, and they do everything magically, and everything works out exactly the way they want to, you take some of these IPs that ABK has, and you make them even more special. Because right now, you can't say, I mean, yes, Call of Duty has been the highest selling game every time it comes out. Just about. Okay? Like, for the past, like, five to ten years. All right? It's been up there. Okay? So you look at those games, and you say, are they are they not a copy and paste at some point? No, they change it a little bit, but at the end of the day, is it really a different game? And that's where you go and say, well, I hear all those PlayStation fanboys say, well, it's just Gears, Halo, and Forza. Well, I'll tell you right I, now. They're not going to be able to say when, that anymore, but I, I, when, I, I love it. Forza Motorsport <laughs> comes out and you try to compare that to GT7, I'm <laughs> sorry, bro. You got a problem. Or Halo... As, as bad as it originally looked when we first looked at it, my God, it looked way better. Of course, you know, they slightly threw the coalition in there real quick, and I'm sure they polished that single player up quite well, my friends. And and then, oh, man, like people are talking trash about the games that are going to come out. Starfield gets an extra six months, you know? An extra six months, and that's off the date. That's not off of when they announced that they were going to delay it, okay? So that's off the date is an extra six months minimum. And you're going to tell me that they're not ready for this? That, that you know, Microsoft didn't say, you know what? Take the time. We're gonna. It, they took a hit on their stocks. They lost, you know, almost billions of dollars, okay? Like, Doing these stupid little because gaming is is so important to Xbox at this point. So then you look at Nvidia and you say, okay, well they're probably salty because AMD has been doing for both consoles, PlayStation and Microsoft, they've been doing this, but they have GeForce now, and that's where I think they are salty about this because they're like, well, no, no Game Pass and. And, you know, um, xCloud and, and all these things, they, they can't happen because we're going to be hurting. And also you went against us and, in, in, you know, purchasing ARM. So, you know, w w 
how dare you? You know what I'm saying? And and it's like, well, Microsoft's looking at it like, dude, like this isn't just gonna hurt us. This is gonna hurt a lot of companies. And then you look at Google. Google don't want to work with Microsoft. They have they have the same values. The, the bad blood between comes... them is 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 for real. Like it's 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 for real. And and the worst part is they have the same values when it comes to their workforce in a way. Okay, I don't. You know, I said you know if if logically the only reason I see Google saying anything is because. They don't want unions to start being a a norm in in the game sphere, well be. in yeah. developer mm-hmm. sphere. Okay, they they don't want that, and 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 it's one of those things. Like I won't be surprised if Apple turns around and says, if it gets closer, you know, what I'm saying, like if it gets to the point where you think it's actually like totally going to happen, Apple is going to be angry because they definitely don't want unions. No, and then you have what Amazon from the beginning. Sorry. And then you have Amazon, who who is you know with with their pride. Well, they're anti-union. I That's mean, a fact. Yeah, Amazon is anti-union. And, and yeah. you know, shout out to you know the fulfillment workers in New York that said, "Nah, bro, like we're going to unionize," and they continue to be unionized. But at the same time, nobody's talking about it. The only thing we're talking about is Microsoft. You know, having the backing. Of two of the largest unions in the world, I'm just saying, and, and we could say United in the world, okay, people, like like that is unheard of for a purchase to be backed by two unions that are so large that they are some some people they live in like a city and they think it's big, and then all of a sudden you got these union workers in the United States that are sitting here like. Nah, bro. Like I'm good with this, and and you got to look at the workers. And I think Microsoft's doing the right thing, and I think Nvidia and I think Google are scared of that because they don't want that because it's going to cost them more money. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's going to cost them more money, but for the people like myself. That I work in a non-union, and I feel like at times, if I was a part of a union, I'd have better health care. I'd have mm-hmm. a lot of better things, okay? And I look at that, and I say, well, how can I get into that realm? But there's so few and far between compared to what it used to be. Unions, it, it, they are important. And I think for what Microsoft's doing, I think this is why it's going to go through. Just that fact. Because you can't sit there... As as you know, Lena Khan and and the FTC and and deny the fact that these two unions have come together and said, "Hey, this is good for the industry of what we're talking about here." Not not the entire workplace, but the industry, and that means something. And I think that's the the wholehearted reason why this will go through. And why Nvidia and Google are going to look like they got egg on their face, and it's going to be quite funny. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think you know, King. King uh, you want to just add a, a comment on that, uh, King? I, you know, I never even thought about that on the back end of what Crispy's saying. They don't want unions. No, and I, I, I said that from, from the beginning. I told them um, you have to look at the the political agenda that's in it. You know, it's the unionization of the employees. 
uh, you know, developers, uh, studios, uh, that actually, you know, these practices can't go on that's in the background. You know, a lot of things was that was going on that was truly egregious to a lot of these employees. Had they had a union rep, had they had a union circle, had they had this ability to, uh, you know, um, get their voices heard uh, to stop production, stop work, and you must come to the table. Uh, a lot of employees do, I mean, employers do not want that uh, level of power given to the hands of the employees. Because, you know, now if you try to stage a, a walkout, well, you just walked out and we'll just hire somebody else. But in the union, no, my job is still there. You know, um, and you will be an employing me back at, at the job. This is a, a momentary work stoppage. And I will get back pay for those days that we were outside picketing. You know, um, a lot of employers don't want that headache. They don't want your voices heard. So when Jason Schreier, uh, and, and I love his journalistic uh, integrity when it goes to doing his due diligence and talking to people, when he goes back and he talks to people and people are trying to voice, they uh, have their voices heard, but there's no union for them to say, well, you know, my name is such and such, and this is what's happening to me. So it has to be confidential in, in the nature of it being told. But the word is out now and the unions are back in Microsoft. And why wouldn't you want the ABK deal to go down when Activision is like was a cesspool for the environment that you did not want your kids to work at? If you knew exactly what was going on there, you would not send your daughters there. You would not send your sons there. You would not be encouraging them to work at a, at a uh, an employer that uh, cultivated this environment that was toxic and disgusting. And it, it was harmful mentally and physically to these individuals. So the fact that the unions are, are backing Microsoft, listen, this stuff is going to go through. I just feel that it's when it's a lot of money, the level of greed. Yes, it just yeah, pours out. Stand, standing, people are trying to get Senate seats. It, it, it's stuff that's going on that's above our pay grade and above our head. But underlining, I really believe that the unionization is really the crux behind a lot of these other companies coming out and opposing it when they have really no say in the matter at all. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, a good, good way to close out. First of all, I want to welcome in 560 people here. That is awesome. If you're finding the channel for the first time, folks, I would ask that you help my wife and I surpass 12K. We're under 400 away. Um, we'd love to hit it in the month of January. We only have a couple of days or about a week or so left. Uh, we would love to hit it to start off the year on a really, really right foot. Uh, if, if you're enjoying the, uh, the the banter, please consider subscribing. Uh, CyberTweak in the chat said, if NVIDIA cared about gamers, then they would have lowered their RTX GPO, uh, uh, GPU prices. Yeah. yeah. So that, well, there you go. The market leader complaining about another market leader is ridiculous. But, folks, uh-oh, we got a super chat coming in just now from good, good our good brother, Kayasante. There's a $10 super chat and says, salute to the chat and panel. 2023 is shaping up to be a lot of fun for all of us. Special salute to the king. Looking forward to chopping it up at E3 2023. Yes, It'll indeed. And 
And uh, just don't give me your keys, King. I won't steal your car. I promise not. <laughs> I will not steal your car again. <laughs> and we have a, another fight out Superjet come in from Highlander001. Good morning, brother. Welcome to the program. He says, good morning, everyone. Look at those Sony ponies saying if Microsoft allows unions, it will raise prices, strikes, and longer delays to development. Just But I thought it was about the developers. Come yeah, on. I thought it was about the developers. In, indeed. It, it's just... It's just the the narrative changes is just pathetic. Uh, to be honest post. with you, another yeah. goalpost. Yeah, move, move it, move it back further, move it back, then move it to the left or to the right. Uh, listen, it's just dumb. Unions matter, folks. I worked for one, and they yep. are incredibly important. I am telling you, they are important. But listen, folks, we got to get to the big story here. We got to talk about a game that's coming out. One of the most anticipated first party Xbox games in their bullet chamber. Talking about Avowed. Now, why are we talking about Avowed? Well, we're talking about it because a good friend of this program, uh, and if you don't know who he is, you're probably not really keen on keeping your ear to the floor. I'm talking about ACG. Now, Jeremy Penter. Jeremy's a good friend of mine, great friend of this community. Um, He is going to be on the show at some point. One of my shows, it's just the scheduling has been really tough. But he is going to be here soon. We've been talking in the background. Really, really down-to-earth dude. Um, when ACG talks, the last thing that you have to worry about is that he's talking out of his rear. Okay. He's closing in on 900,000 subscribers on YouTube for a good reason. Well, he posted something yesterday that exploded my brain that I had to talk about. And he says this folks, he says, I'm still hearing that Avow does have co-op com- uh, co-op uh, components or full co-op in the game. I can see that being an insane experience. Would love to see this in most RPGs. Now, if that, in fact, is true, folks, that is going to, first of all, Obsidian. That's all you need to say when you talk about RPGs. They're one of the premier RPG makers. This is big news. Co-op for a lot of people. See, co-op for me is not the biggest draw because I kind of like when I have the time to just sit down and play a game, you know, cause I podcast five days a week and it's, it's a lot of work folks. Sometimes I only get 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour to sit down. And I just want to zone out and enjoy the story and just be, be by myself. That's why I like single player games, but co-op multiplayer is a thing. Um, King David, I'm going to go to you first on this. This, if if this is reality, besides the fact that Obsidian is making what some people are calling the next Elder Scrolls as an exclusive to Xbox, one of the missing components for Elder Scrolls was multiplayer. Now they did do they did uh, the PC modder community actually made up to ten players, which is mm-hmm. bonkers to think about. But this is going to be legit from day one launch. This is a game that could be coming in the first uh, quarter of 2024, next year. That's what we're hearing. We don't know what's going to happen. We'll know more as we get to E3. How big of a deal is this if co-op does, in fact, come to one of the most anticipated new IPs for Xbox? Well, very early on um, in gaming, like with the PlayStation um, 1, I had... um, this game from from software this is the first time i was introduced to from software and uh you know lord cognito and i 
we were we picked up the game. We sitting in the dark, and and, and it was um, the import version of this game called Kingsfield, right? And it's a dungeon crawler, and it was just magnificent in the atmosphere. Then, with my 360, along came this game called Skyrim, and it blew me away because it felt like Kingsfield, but just on a grander scale. But again, Cognito's sitting right next to me, right? Oh, I'm sitting right next to him. And, you know, we'll take time tags on different saves. And, you know, he plays his save or I play my save. Fast forward to 2023. And to have the thought that Skyrim, Kingsfield's baby and it vowed is going to have that component that was missing for a large portion of my gaming life. Um, and it blows my mind to think that from launch and like boom said, it's not no patch or some, somebody else came up with it. It's inherent in, in the game. And hopefully we could play it over Xbox Live and not just, you know, couch co-op. It blows my mind to think that that is going to be possible. You know, um, will you be able to tag team spells? Like if, 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 if your guy has fire and you have ice or, you know, you have water and he has earth, uh, you know, would you be able to make a mudslide or whatever? Or... Uh, the way that you do attack the opponent where uh, you can distract them while uh, your, your uh, you know, cohort just runs in and attacks. It, it gives so many different strategies in my head from from just the limited stuff that I've seen with the spells and, and the swords and the stuff and it felt real dungeony. My mind is, is, is racing with possibilities of what they can achieve. And I, in the fact that it's going to be current gen only. Uh, and if you, you're able to play it through the cloud on, you know, your Xbox one or whatever, because remember no console left behind uh, thing bodes well, because now they're starting to sound like they're harnessing the, the, the innate powers of these current gen consoles. Remember we've been tethered to the last gen for a, a, a large segment of our gaming in this current gen right now. So I believe 2023 and on, we're starting to see the untethering of the old gen and into this current gen and actually seeing what these consoles is capable of. And my only thought is what resolution will the series S be in <laughs> and <laughs> will they fully maximize it? Because we know the dialogue trees is going to be there. I just want to know, how the interaction is going to be with your uh, your co-op buddy. Will they mix spells? So it's just something to see. I, I, I just can't wait to see it. I want to know how to implement it. And yes, I was truly excited with this. Well, I mean, I mean, look, we're both old school uh, fighting game fans, right? And yeah. nothing screams, holy shit, pardon my French, than when you pulled off a double super in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> Right. Like when you saw that for the first time, your brain, your gamer brain exploded to your point. I think that that could be something that isn't is something that would potentially be made. 
a, a co-op spell that makes it even more powerful. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you're raining fire, and uh, you know one guy, and he, they shoot a dragon that comes uh, from the other guy, and it's it's a combination spell thing. It's it's it sounds like it, it'd be the most perfect thing in the history of gaming, and the fact that it's coming from Obsidian, the fact that co-op is is being considered it is 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 incredible, uh, and it could be why the game is taking so long. Remember, this is. Obsidian was announced as a first-party exclusive at E3 2018. And so people said, like, what, what have they done for me lately? Well, they, they released The Outer Worlds. Now, depending on who you are, you know, that, that's a big deal. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed The Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds 2 is going to be yeah. even bigger and better. Uh, and uh, the, Avowed is going to be a game that is going to, um, you know, it's a new IP, folks. It's a new IP. It's from Obsidian. Um, their their RPG history goes all the way back a decade and maybe more. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Crispy, let's get your opinion on this. You are our resident co-op guy. Like you love multiplayer. How big of a deal would it be for Avowed and Obsidian specifically if they are if they implement co-op in in like a game that's expected to be as big as the Elder Scrolls? Oh, that that's that's a tough one right there. Like, like you brought up Elder Scrolls. I I don't know, dude. Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, you know, Bethesda does what they do, and you know that they, they they veered from it with seventy six, and now they're going back to it. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, I, I look at Obsidian and I say they probably have the best lineage to create the the biggest new IPs in a way like about is not necessarily because it's off of pillars of eternity okay so you look at that and you say okay they're not completely off but it's a totally different way to play the game and if you add co-op in which i mean I think we all are like, if Fallout 76 was a co-op, you know, um, Fallout, I think we would all have been much more into it rather than like a massive multiplayer online. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it was. I mean, you're basically creating the stories um, inside the universe, but with other people and the way those other people treated you is was not the way you wanted to experience co-op yeah and 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 that's not what everybody wanted like if if somebody said starfield was going to be co-op you know and 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 you go against npcs i think it would be even bigger than what it is right now and at some point you can see the modern community even jumping in to do that of course i mean come on i mean you know the modding community for but that like they've hired like i'd I'd say like 20 to 30 people that have done mods for their you know fallout for elder scrolls all these different they've hired them because they are so damn good and they love the game and that's that's where you go and say like i i feel like you know obsidian always has like this this you know, nonchalant thought process. I mean, just think about them trolling Fable and announcing Outer Worlds too. They trolled Fable, people. Like, remember when the Fable, you know, the whole thing, and the flower and everything, they, they trolled, everybody thought it was Fable for like the first like 20 seconds. 
everybody's like, oh, this is Fable. And then they, they made it Outer Worlds. And then they said, they said all this craziness that's actually true. Like, oh, cinematic universe, like this and that. Like, we're going to do the greatest thing in the world. And they were just trolling everybody. And it was hilarious. And you look at them and you say, you know what? They would make, you know, a game that is co-op that that maybe and this is where i go and say a lot of people don't give give gears 5 credit but when you could play as jackpot and you could just experience the game that way imagine being like the the other narrative like the 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 companion to to the the single individual that's playing the game and being able to do things like that, things that are like completely different than what that person is doing and, and, and all come together. I've seen it before. We will see it again. Xbox is playing with a lot of different things. And you look at Obsidian and say, yeah, we will we will play that game. So, I mean, co-op for Obsidian, for Avowed, it, it really, it's something that, you know, people really have an experience because if they do the narrative the way they've always done, but also add this element that is, is somewhat different. I mean, a lot of people say Elden ring with the boss fights and calling somebody in and stuff like that was just, it was totally interesting dynamic to it. And it was something that, you know, like it, it really, you know, enveloped kind of like I, I say a lot of shit about death stranding, but, you know, just the little things that people laid out for them. Like, these things matter, and I feel like Obsidian, you know, especially with, you know, how good Grounded has done, like, they they are going to, you know, embrace a little bit of multiplayer in there. It might not be full-on multiplayer, but it could be something, because we've seen a lot of games. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Nobody's talking about God of War Ragnarok right now. I'm just saying. Nobody's saying nothing about it, but if you experience that same game with somebody else, it may give you another reason to beat it again. It may give you a logical thought process, say, hey, this is something new in my opinion. And, and I think, you know, that's where I give Sony a lot of crap because I, I don't see that anymore. I don't see the innovation. And I mean, we're talking about Obsidian here. They they have probably some of the best trailers we've ever seen. Okay, like they, their games, they just make them bigger than they really are, and they are damn good at it. And and you know, Avowed has to be, and I think it's going to be something just amazing. And if if co-ops involved, I'm even more down for it than I ever would have been. No, I agree. Listen, folks, if you if you're curious as to how long this game has been in development, uh, it's been since 2018, even before. Because from what from what I have heard, and King, you've heard the same thing. One of the main purchases, the reasons why they purchased Obsidian, uh, was because they saw this game in the background. So someone went over there, Phil went over there, and saw this game. And was like, holy, we got we 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 got to do a deal, because yes. uh, this game would have been a crowdfunded game. It would not it would not have had a co-op feature. It would not have had all the bells and whistles it's going to have. Because it didn't have the Microsoft backing. Now it does. Their first party. Expect this thing. Expect the Vowed to hit like a ton of bricks. Uh, let's let's bring in uh, Fuzzy Belvedere on this. Fuzzy, you also are, in, are into co-op. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this, if, if, if this is implemented the way we are describing live on the air here, it is going to do something for next-gen RPGs that a lot of people have been asking for, and that is co-op. And if yeah. they can pull it off, you would imagine that co-op is going to come into something like Fable. Fable has been notoriously known for co-op. That is apparently coming back as well. Microsoft is known as the multiplayer box. Mm-hmm. Sony, unfortunately, and Crispy just said it, no, no offense to God of War. It, it won Game of the Year. It's, it's, it's one of those games. It won a Game of the Year in many circles. The, the right game won Game of the Year at the Game Awards, and that is Elden Ring. That is ten, mm-hmm. no, no, no questions asked. But can't argue the, how incredible God of War Ragnarok is. But Crispy said something that's pretty important. No one's talking about it. It has completely fallen off the map. Um, and that's because it is a single-player game. Uh, you bring in a, 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 a dungeon crawler, a first-person obsidian game, that in itself is going to move consoles. That's going to move subs. But you add co-op to the conversation. That is going to be special. What are your thoughts on this? I'm, I'm definitely hoping that this this rumor is true as far as the, the co-op aspect. Like, I, I think the big thing now with a lot of the games moving forward on, on Xbox, having that co-op feature is just going to add to not just the replayability, but the longevity of the game in, in general. And it, it adds something that's different or unique to the platform like if you're able to cast spells and have it where the the synergy between the spells are going to create like a status effect or or different effects on the enemies you're fighting those are the things that we we enjoy in games like destiny or or even in division and stuff like that so having something like that in, in more of like a uh, a medieval or or fantasy um you know realm that would be uh, uh, above and beyond what people were expecting from about like I, I think a lot of us here were priority sold just from the cgi trail that we saw a few years back but if you add the co-op aspect i, I think this is going to be the replacement on the xbox platform for skyrim as far as uh you know most most played game or, or something to that effect but i i think co-op would be that that hook that gets a lot of people not just to xbox but into the game itself that may not have had it on their radar for whatever reason but um yeah i i i'm you know fingers crossed it's co-op i'm i'm loving what we're seeing as far as for redfall with its co-op but um avowed it, man if if they if they're able to pull that off that that's going to be uh pretty much a game that outside of starfield and forza will be one that i know life for probably the next year or two so that's all i got no it's good stuff um Let's get our web Dave into the conversation. Dave, uh, obviously, this is yep. going to be one of the bigger releases uh, of 2024. Again, it's just speculative at this point. Uh, it is expected, based on rumors that King and I have heard, based on some of the things that are coming out from different places on social media, it is expected it's going to hit in the first quarter of 2024. Okay, That is mm-hmm. an entire year from now. That means that all the polish you would imagine is going to be going into this game all of the uh, play testing to make sure that there are no bugs are going to be done. And if, if, if we know anything about Obsidian, they don't release games with bugs. Uh, this, if, if this is one of the opening salvos for 2024 and something is shown at E3, because again, Microsoft's new motto is the 12 month game, right? Six months of one year, six months of a uh, half of the other year. Yep. Obviously, if that in fact is the case, and everything lines up and goes according to Hoyle, we're going to see this at E3. 
uh, which is a, which is you know, six, six months from now. Um, this is going to be a big. This is going to be a big draw, and the king will be there as well. I will be there. Dread will be. A lot of people are going to E three. I can't wait to meet everybody in person and sit down and just have a conversation. Um, that's going to be dope. But for you, how big of a deal is this with the co op situation? It's huge. I mean, it's absolutely game changing. If it if it actually comes through with this done, I mean, because I imagine a lot of people, you know, love playing. They say a type of game that's like, you know. Um, Obsidian, you know, uh, not Obsidian, but like, um, I'm sorry, um, Sky, Skyward. Uh, oh my God, I, Skyrim. <sighs> Skyrim. Somebody, yeah. somebody, give me some more cold medicine. <laughs> Whoo! Oh Lord. Okay, so I'm here. All right. So hey, yeah. Cheer. I think I need to have what King's having. That's what I need. But uh, but no. Um, but imagine a game like that that has co-op. I mean damn dude that's that is that's off the chain that is a game changer for real because that's what a lot of people want to do you know even with, with starfield as good as it's going to be and i know it's going to be great and i'm going to love playing it but wouldn't you love to have your buddy jump in with you and and, and play and go on missions and you know i mean dude that is so it's big if it's if it works and it's and it works like they say it's going to work and you know, like we're we're rumors, I should say. They're not saying this, but what rumors we've heard that it's going to work like that. That um, man, that's going to be, it's going to be big. I mean, you're talking about maybe the next next year's, you know, game of the year contention, right yep, there, hundred percent. With, with that ability, I mean, all I know is I'm going to be like Fuzzy, come on in, man. We got to beat this boss, you know. <laughs> yes, and that's you know, that's let's do it, man. I mean, that's you know, playing with your friends is is the best part of gaming i mean yes it is fun to to go off on your own and and to lose yourself but you know there's times when you're like i want a friend i want a buddy to hang out with talk to talk smack and just get into it and just tear stuff up yes yeah, i know i i like it and and if and if what uh is going to happen king made an incredible reference that you could you know somehow mix magic I, I think that that if if that's not in the game, I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna be oh, it's honest. definitely a possibility. I mean, like you know, there's there's a lot of games you know now, if, if somebody like a Final Fantasy 14, where like one member of the group will cast a spell that'll do a certain effect, and then the another member of the team will cast another spell. But because that one's already cast, these two spells when they combine together, create a third like powerful spell, and so that's definitely possible that would be bonkers exactly it, it, yeah it would be absolutely crazy uh listen uh we're gonna get dreadful but before i do i john m in the chat listen brother i appreciate you being here he says no bugs look at new vegas all right so i i wanted i didn't know when it came out so i i, I did october 19th of 2010 i mean it, sure did fallout have bugs I, I guess I, I never ran into any of them. I, I played the game th- uh, twice, loved every minute of it. Um, I mean, I mean, if you're going to if you want to bring up bugs, we could talk Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's we can talk God of War. We can talk Gran Turismo 7. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about bugs. I mean, l- l- really? Was 7 a, really a bug or just a complete screw up? Well, I just think it's a complete garbage game, and 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 it's gonna it's gonna learn its place when Motorsport is uh is released. But I mean, come on, I mean, I appreciate you being there, brother. But if you're gonna bring up stuff, bring up some relevant stuff. Uh, and uh, obviously, if you're a Sony guy, which is great, everyone's welcome here. 
you get you got to talk about your own brand before you start start pointing the finger at Obsidian. I'm sorry. I I I think that's un, un, unnecessary smoke, in my opinion. I think that's just being silly. Uh, but listen, real quick, we got to get Dreadpool's opinion on this. Dreadpool avowed is going to be a big deal. There's no doubt about it. Microsoft bought the company because of this game. That's what we have heard. Uh, when they were working on it back in the days, they did things through crowdfunding because they they were a small company. And if Microsoft does not buy Obsidian, maybe there's no Obsidian anymore uh, because you know again the the, the, the financial uh, situation that we're in now is not great for you. Learning uh, that this game is going to have co-op from someone as prominent as ACG. What confidence does that have that you have going into this new IP that is going to be an Xbox exclusive? You guys remember, I, I've never really, I've said it, but I, I've never really been that interested or, or anything about about it. Was it was cool for me to for you know for my friends, but the co-op, holy crap! Now I'm interested. Now I want to play. Now I want to <laughs> try this out. You know, and and with the rumor of the combining of the spells, it reminded me of um, how we talked about, um, oh, who, uh, what was that game, the vampire game? I forgot what it's called now. Oh, well, Redfall. Redfall. Thank you. Um, it reminded me how we talked about you can be the same character and you know utilize your your powers together to to like amplify it more or you know I mean originally it was supposed to be you know everybody has their own thing. Mm-hmm. And you amplify your powers, and then it was like, cool. Now we can be the same person and still amplify the power, so it's not just a redundant thing. I mean, when you talk about stuff like that and these other games that are doing this already, uh, to create a third spell, uh, even more powerful than the first two, it, it's cool to see stuff like that. I mean, it, you would think that this is how it life would be if we had magic and if we did stuff like this and it's not just secluded to one thing that you could team up with your spell casting i think that makes it that much more interesting i've always been about teaming up with my friends i would rather play with my friends than against my friends mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time and date that i loved playing against my friends and being able to you know kick their ass and, and just say hey i'm better than you and they would do the same thing to me and just you know have a good time uh we've gotten to the point where I've outlived that and outplayed it where I'd rather just play with my friends and have a good time that way. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, we still do that with Halo, even though we're playing multiplayer, I'm playing with mostly with my friends. We sit there and play together. You know, Hey, any, any Halo was, it was always about the, the co-op campaign, everything like that. It was always about, sitting back and laughing because we were together doing the same thing it wasn't like oh did you see that shot i just killed somebody or i killed you and it's like yeah i didn't see it because i think that was a cheap shot or you know now when we're playing together it's like did you see that yeah i can't believe what i just saw i i I have no idea how that even happened but that looked cool from my angle stuff like that you know i mean you could tell from my excitement talking about how Mm -hmm. how we do this and, and, and this is true. This this is the really cool stuff that can happen. And this is what helps bond gamers, you know, and, and having this stuff. Awesome. You know, um, their their legacy. It's sad that they almost went under, but their legacy of games is phenomenal. I mean, they they've put out some good games and those games have had legs that carried on. 
So I have no issue with what they're going to do, what they're going to put out. The only issue I had is uh, mistaking, mistakenly saying forsaken at one point in time and saying avowed instead. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't believe I did that. But, you know, when you see certain games. Forsaken start, is forsaken. I hate yeah, to say it. <laughs> you, start, you start thinking the same thing, but they're not. This is a total leaps and bound uh, above all that, you know, and just the excitement that I'm developing from this. You know, just just like I said, alone, the the biggest thing that like flipped the switch for me was the co-op. Now I'm all about this. You know, if it was just going to be, you know, single player. All right. Do I have the time to sit down and go through all this stuff to find this, find that? I don't have the time as it is to to just sit down and play a couple multiplayer games sometimes, you know. Um, so to get into a story and then back out because now, I'm you know, I'm gaming ADD right here. You know, I bounce around. I don't I can't sit there and play one game until I finish because there's always that that green grass on the other side that I want to play over there, too. And, and that's, you know, one of those things that I do. That's how I am. Uh, but then going back to a story like that, I'm like, I'm lost, you know, but with a with a co-op partner, you can get right back in. You can figure out where you're going because that person already knows what need, what the deal is and what needs to be done cool or you're the you're that person helping out the other person you know your, your friend um now how many player co-op the more the merrier for me i mean yeah, i would imagine it's probably going to be dual co-op I would, I, again, I'd I, i'm just two. speculating i'm I, just speculating I'd assume, yeah i'd assume two but i'm saying more the merrier because back in the day right um what was it the um, not rainbow six uh ghost recon we had 16 players playing these maps Yep. A lot of it was randos and we're just, you know, terrorist hunt and we just 16 players and we go on the island and we would just sit there playing against each other in a way of who can get the most kills against the terrorists. And it was all 16 of us and we just run rampant, you know, stuff like that. It would be fun to do something like that. Obviously, it wouldn't work well in this type of game, but it would be more fun to have more friends playing together. You can have a group of guys, you know, I'm sure uh, the Kings. um uh, King David and, and the Lords would just love to jump in and, and play together. Not just two of them, you know, so it's not like, uh, <laughs> you know, two of them, you know, being, you know, doing their game and everybody being left out. Now, if you had four player, it'd be more fun. You know, you could all get together. You're doing this. I mean, right. That's how we would do it um, with game beyond the box. We would do all this stuff and, and game together um, when we were doing our, our aftercast and, and, and have a good time with everybody. But when you start limiting who can play and how many, it sucks when it comes to the less people that you have because there's always that that one person that wants, that's the outsider now because they didn't make it in. You know, when they started being, you know, we had teams of six for the longest time. Then we brought it down to four. Now we're bringing it down to three. You know, but as a co-op on a game like this, it makes sense at least two. Well, I mean, listen, area, if, if, if we learned it. anything, Dread, right, from mm -hmm. from, from four-player co-op, uh, we have seen what's going to happen to Redfall. So who's to say that the team making Redfall can't, can't go over and help Obsidian if they haven't already? Because we learned that ID Software, they're first-person experts, right? We know how their, their gun mechanics are. Mm -hmm. Well, they, 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 they jumped in, and they've been helped developing the shooting, the, the gunplay, in Redfall, so I who knows? And this, 
Yeah, and this is a precedent from Xbox. Any developer can help out other developers in yep. Xbox. You know, so it's not just trying to help out a third-party developer get their game going on on the console. Now, now it's all within themselves, so they can bounce back and forth with them themselves. They can send certain teams that are experts, like they're doing now, in these fields uh, between gun mechanics, engine expertise. You know, so uh, you know, sending out um, <laughs> coalition to, with the uh, uh, Unreal Five. Yep. You know, stuff like that. And that's what is the good thing about having a group of developers that can share everything. It's not now it's not proprietary where it's like, oh, no, we can't talk to these people because they might steal something from us. No, we want that. We we, we don't want them stealing. I mean, you can't because you're sharing now. You're part <laughs> of the same thing. You're sharing. Uh, and that's, you know, um, like I said, it all depends on the game, too. And if this game. If they feel that this game, you know, and that's where, yet again, whatever we want should not always happen. Because when you're the developer, you're the person that's that's orchestrating this game. You know, you're the lead uh, dev. You know, you have to have the storyline. You have to have this. And sometimes you just can't have that. You know, could we have a uh, 32-player Master Chief running around on co-op? Yeah, we could if they wanted to. But would it be feasible? No. Mm. So we have to make sure, you know, if it's just two-player co-op fine three-player co-op fine whatever they deem it's their artwork it's their project yep. mm -hmm. we should not dictate to them what it would what it should be we should tell them what we would like to see and if they can make it happen and if it's part of their plan and saying look you know it's something that we we looked into or couldn't or hey we never really thought of that in that way we'll, we'll look into it and see if we could you know that's an interesting idea that's the way it should go that's the way hey, it would hey, go. Yes, it, it's like you get a um a banana float, and they put sprinkles on it. It's like I didn't even expect it to have sprinkles on it, but if you gonna put sprinkles on it, I love me some sprinkles. Thank you. Yes. So much. And that's how I feel because all I thought about it was a single player game, and to get this information, I can't wait. Now you're excited, right? Yeah, not not that's, not as something to look forward to. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it. You know, you know, do you want whipped cream with that? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Cherry on top? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. There you go. Want, want some chocolate fudge on the side? Or in the, right? yeah. well, How about caramel? How about caramel? caramel? Okay. Anyway, I, I, I tell them both, you know, fudge and caramel. I'm good with that. You know, put put it all on there. The more I Make can get, work. right? Yeah. Any extras I can get for free? Why not? For free. Game pass. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, and on top of that, on Game Pass. But listen, right? uh, good, good, good stuff. And I'm glad that you're excited for it, Dread, because obviously the needle's been moved. And I think ultimately that that's the goal of games like this. You get to learn as the development progresses from industry insiders like ACG that he, and again, he wouldn't put it out there if he did, if this wasn't going to have co-op. Like he would never yeah. say that. He, he's, he is leg as legit as they come. Uh, let, let me catch up on Super Chats, folks. I'm going to get you out of here so you can start your Friday the 13th. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. To Hit the like button. Uh, Fighting the D-Dog drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, Co-op multiplayer take away from companions mostly. Yeah, and and, and that's we don't know if there's going to be companions. I mean, there were companions yeah. in, uh, of course, the Outer Worlds, which uh, which which when you... when I, and Some people said that, oh, no, they, they have buggy games. Listen, Outer Worlds was 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 fire. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't come across any bugs. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's really what I was referring to. Uh, Don Otaku 
says, uh, he drops a five dollar super chat. Don, thank you for that, brother. He says, I love you, boom, but Obsidian they release buggy games, Pillars One, Tyranny, and even Grounded, no pun uh, intended, to this day has bugs. TOW was uh, yeah, yeah. preview, bro. Like, come yeah, on, yeah, all those dude, games yeah. were in preview before they went, they went full boat, including uh, Pillars. We also got to remember these games are so, no longer six gigs, yeah, they're, they're hundreds, all right. They're, they're, yeah, no so I mean, I, small. Yeah, it's 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 take 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 it for what it's worth. Well, you know, if you believe me, great. If you have a different opinion, even better. We like different opinions on this podcast. Uh, so shout out to you, Don. Thank you so much for that. A uh, Highlander Double One has become a channel member. Thank you so much once again for that. Uh, Tim the Sorcerer, who has been a channel member for six months himself, um, says, uh, "Love you and Mrs. Boom and the Stalker giveaway. Love your content as always." Want to plug Living Split Screen like you did this week? Great show! Yeah, Living Split Screen with Pong Soul and I Steel Rain. They're they're in the hunt for 1K, folks, and I'd really appreciate if you if you get over there and subscribe. Trust me when I tell you they put on a three to four hour show each and every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, and it's a it's a great show. It is it's, it's shot from the hip. It's honest opinions. They don't they don't uh, console war there. I really would love to see them hit 1K, uh, and um, they're only a couple of hundred away. It would be great. It, it, it's it's great to see uh, the hardworking community. Dread being one of them. He's 789. He's only a uh, hundred, uh, you know, a, a couple of hundred away from uh, 1K. It, it, it trust me when I tell you to, to hit 1K is a big deal. It is a really big deal if you are a passionate and dedicated content creator in both Dreadpool. And Pong Soul and uh, I still rank for Living Split Screen R, and I, I'd really want to see them hit the 1K. Um, but listen, folks, that's yeah, one more super jet. Oh, you got another one coming in. Highlander 001. Oh, yes, thank you for that, Dave. He just a very generous two dollars of Jensen. Me and my friends look for co op games in Xbox Game Pass. Well, there you go, perfect example. Uh, people like co op, um, yep. and uh, it is a big deal. And uh, Microsoft has always been known as the multiplayer box. Uh, and they're going to continue that, and I I can't wait to see what it looks like in co-op. Uh, but King David, you got a big show coming up this Sunday. Talk about the Iron Lords podcast. Talk about LordsofGaming.net, and talk about King of Statues making a big comeback. Uh, there you go. I can't wait to see it, brother. Uh, talk about it. Where could people check out all of these incredible programs? Subscribe, get their gaming news from there, and also reach out to you on social media. Oh, thank you so much. First, I'm going to say sorry for being tardy again, guys. Uh, and also, thank you guys for having me. Um, you know, Dreadpool, Web Dave, Fuzzy, and Crispy, my dude. Um, uh, I love uh, being on Breakfast with Boom. You know, I was, boy, you should have saw me trying to get here fast. Boy, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But, you know, trying to stay in the speed limit. Don't they need any tickets. Me. New York is crazy. Um so you can catch me on Iron Lords Podcast the Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, lordsofgaming.net. So if you have any questions of any of these statues that you do see, go to lordsofgaming.net where you can see King of the Statues up there. And you can uh, look at some of the videos and you can read some of the dimensions and stuff like that to see if any of these statues fit inside your display. Or if you have any thoughts of displays, you can go there and you can find that out there. We also are the premier site for gaming news. So you can go there and you can get all your gaming news at lordsofgaming.net where you'll find myself uh, doing um, this thing that I do every week that you might be interested in. And it's, it's, it's called the Lord's Minute. So you might have a good time there. 
Tuesdays at 5 p.m., Lord Attic and I do a show about entertainment, news, and movies, and the stuff that's going on in pop culture at the moment. It's called R&R with the Lords. You might have a great time checking it out. So come there, check it out, you know, get your popcorn ready because we rate movies and shows that you might be interested in. Oh, we, and I'm going through Attack on Titan right now, so you might find that very interesting. And uh, Saturdays at 10 p.m. when it's a huge fight, or uh, it's a regular fight, you can find me at Combat Talk with the King and where I uh, go through the whole blow-by-blow blow, pause. Stop it. Stop it, guys. Stop it of the fight and i can tell you exactly what's going on and we have a good time uh there so you can find me on social media that's king david otw same thing with my um xbox uh gamer tag and my playstation gamer tag is i forgot what is i think it was like xbox game pass lover or something like that i had to change it because uh sony kind of blocked me because it used to be xbox lover 01 so they had to block me. It was like, no, Xbox 360 level one. So they blocked me, but um, I'm back at it again. So hopefully they don't block me this time because I got the premium tier with those guys. So. Well, that's good hey. stuff, brother. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Dreadpool will bring you up on the screen. Uh, let's do that right now. I'll bring you up over here. You can find Dreadpool at YouTube.com. You can find him at Dreadpool on Twitter TikTok at Dreadpool, hover GG slash Dreadpool. You can also find him on Gaming Beyond the Box on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is Wilmy Hood's show. Of course, he's here on Breakfast with Boom. And of course, you can find and subscribe to his channel, which, folks, he's on the hunt for 1K, Breaking Bread with Dread. And you can find that on all of your favorite streaming services, Dread. Talk about it. Where can people reach out to you on social media as well? Yes, uh, definitely check out Twitter at Dreadpool. The O's are actually zeros there. Uh, but I'd like to thank King David for coming in and hanging out with us. Also, Crispy, even though you're technically, I know you you moved on to the other uh, show, but you're still family here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great to see everybody here. Same thing can be said for the chat. You guys are family too. Love seeing every single one of you coming in. And I'm also dropping down in the links. I am an affiliated partner with Insta360. So I really appreciate you guys. I got uh, right actually just live right now. So wait till we're done with the outros. I think go check it out. Um, I tweeted it out uh, on a schedule. The newest Breaking Bread with Dread in 360, right? 360 mode. You can move your screen around. If you have your phone open, you can actually move your phone if you sit in a chair spin around in that chair and you will see everything in 360 degrees or even put on a head a vr headset uh, definitely check it out uh, appreciate it and it's um uh zach from uh sir henry's uh, haunted trails and um, i do have some videos where we go through the trails and we have another one coming up in february that i'm going to go to and i'm going to be media there also so definitely check it out. See, you know, if you guys are interested. And I know uh, Def Leppard, you're in the area. I expect to see you when we do the Valentine's Haunted House. So, but again, thank you guys. Um, I appreciate all the help. What yeah, is that? Good stuff, brother. What is what? A Valentine's Haunted House? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. It's, 
It's uh, yeah, scare your girl hurts. with your arms or something, yes. I guess. Maybe. Love hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But listen, shout out to Joe Dunmore. Uh, he said, please hit the like button. Of course, shout out to, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Dolo, uh, uh, Dilo Man. Uh, he says, 460 people still here and only 260 likes. Listen, folks, I, I do this every day. Uh, and I, I don't like begging for stuff. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, hit the like button. It don't cost you anything. There's something weird about this generation, O King. Uh, they feel like they are, are, are bending the knee if they hit the like button. I, I don't get it. I'm going to be honest with you. All of us work real, real hard on these things. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a caveat. I think a lot of them are watching in different um, apps, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, it's not they're not able to do so oh, okay. um, but i'm going to give them that excuse because i would like to give people the benefit of the doubt because we're yeah. here giving you premium content and i would think that if you did have the ability just to hit that like button that you would do so and if you do have the ability to share it out to show a friend uh put a smile on somebody's face today it's friday the 13th it's supposed yep. to be a gloomy day put a smile on somebody's face <laughs> Absolutely. Now, good stuff. I appreciate it. Listen, uh, again, if you're enjoying the if you're enjoying the show, the weekly shows, uh, five a week, folks, 20 a month. That's no easy feat. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. And I enjoy it. I love it. I am. I am not complaining about it. But, you know, sometimes it's we struggle to get subs. It's, It's shocking to me when you put out this much content. It's not like we we console war here, you know, or that we're using hate as a narrative to build subs. Everything is positive here. Sure. Uh, we throw Sony in the bus when they need to. We'll do the same thing for Xbox. I've, I've gone against Xbox multiple times, and that's because I'm a real person. Uh, if, if Microsoft asks up, understand I'm going to come and I'm going to put, I'm going to give them the, the quote unquote righteous smoke. Shout out to Kay Asante. Uh, and uh, that goes for Nintendo as well, folks. Everyone gets the righteous smoke when they deserve it. Uh, unfortunately for Sony, well, Jim Ryan and, those, and that team over there have been constantly stepping in it. So it makes it real easy. Stop snitching straight up, uh, King David. Uh, but listen, Crispy Bomb, sell your brand, brother. Talk about your other shows that you're on. And where can people reach out to you on social media? The legendary knee collector himself. Uh, uh, yeah, King, bro. Love you, bro. Um, great to have you on. And I mean, shoot, uh, you know, I might as well be here when I can be. So, you know, you know, you're out, you're gonna see me back here as many times as possible. It's at Chris Bomb on Twitter, Chris Bomb Twenty Eight Xbox Live. Find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night, seven p.m. Primetime Gaming Wednesday, seven p.m. The next podcast, eight p.m. Primetime Thursday, and of course, you might find me back here. I'm Breakfast of Boom. We'll see you then. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Stitch6669. It's his daughter's birthday today on Friday the 13th. She turns one years old. Brother, happy birthday to your little one. Uh, that is pretty darn awesome. Uh, Fuzzy, sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can find the best information when it comes to the racing genre on your YouTube channel. And where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, just want to thank you for having me on today, as well as having King David and, and Crispy Bomb on here. Always love doing podcasts with you guys. I always love your awesome takes and, and views on things. Man, this was an awesome show. Thank you for everyone that came out to watch and those that will catch us on replay later. As uh, everyone said earlier, definitely hit that like button if you can. Um, for anybody who wants to hear any of my ramblings on anything gaming related, 
just follow me on social media, per, uh, preferably Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on uh, the Xbox Ultimate podcast later on tonight, 9 p.m. on Fun Speculations channel. The Shop podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. Monday, right here on the uh, Xbox uh, lunch break special at 12 noon, right here on Double Barrel Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Web Dave, as well as Crazy Lou. And then on uh, uh, later that evening at 10 p.m., you can find me on Fun Speculations channel on FSP podcast, and that's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here Friday morning, Breakfast with Boom, right here. Look forward to seeing you there. And thanks so much for that. And last and no way least, Dave, talk about someone you interviewed. I don't know. His name is Cognito, new guy on the scene. Talk about that, brother. Talk about that incredible interview. Uh, and uh, where could people subscribe to your incredible outstanding youtube channel where you do in absolutely amazing one-on-one interviews with some of this community's absolute finest brother i'm selling your brand for you talk I about it. that <clears throat> my goodness thank you boom I, I i don't deserve all that but i appreciate it uh <laughs> i just put it in the links there <laughs> and uh, thank you so much boom I, I, it wouldn't be anywhere without you that's that's, ah. that's a fact so and uh and and uh, man what a great panel i mean my god Lord King, uh, always a pleasure to have you uh, on and to and to hear your viewpoints. Uh, you are truly an amazing gentleman, and uh, and the community is a better place with you in it. And I mean, there that. you go. And I'm still uh, talking. About it's awesome. You, and uh, fuzzy, crispy, uh, Dreadpool, awesome guys. I, I love you guys too. And uh, but yeah, you can check me out um, at Outbreak um, uh, Gamers. Uh, it's at Outbreak Gamers uh, on YouTube. Just put that in the in the description or search for it, and then you'll pop me right up. Lots of great interviews, including Lord King, Fuzzy, Crispy, <laughs> Dreadpool, Mr. Boomstick. Every one of these guys have been interviewed. They are in the Indeed. game. They are there for you to watch, and they are great interviews. Do not miss them. If you want to, hit me a subscribe up there. It would be great. I'm trying to get to a 1,000 myself, but uh, yes. we'll get there eventually. And, uh, and, and boom, man, have a great weekend. And yes. Oh, my goodness. Just love Believe it or not, I already started working on Monday's show, which is what I, I do over the weekend. I I, I, I've already started working on Mondays and Tuesdays show. It's 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 just it's, it never ends, and I I I I love the pressure of having to deliver. Shout out to A J H in the chat. He says, "Gee, damn it, King guilt tripped me into going to get my tablet and press the like button while I'm at work." <laughs> see, that's see, that's what I'm talking about. A lot of times, these guys don't have the ability to do it, and I give them the benefit of the doubt because I know that they're here because they like the show. I well, I'm. I listen. We had uh, 650 people. Uh, oh, oh, I think. Oh, 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 yeah, we we hit over 600 people today, which is uh, crazy for this show. It's it's it's, it's amazing Great. how many people continue to tune in. A uh, big shout out to everyone that, in fact, did so. Again, if you're new and you're finding the uh, the the, uh, the conversation interesting, please consider subscribing. Of course, once again, hit the like button, and yep. uh, I want to say a big thank you to all the super chats that have come in. You got uh, one those. More. Yeah, oh, we got, we've got more. Let me see. We got one more popped in. One more. Okay, let me just get to the bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. We have. It's Where Danny. Is it? I put it in the super ch- in the uh, private chat. Let me see. Private chat. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, d- uh, it's Danny <laughs> Gaming. Dropped a very generous $5 super chat and says, an ex- as an Xbox fan, I think Xbox should stay away from Ubisoft. No more publisher acquisition. See, I agree there. I absolutely agree. It's time to deliver with all the studios that they already have. I, I think that they can still go out for some some developers. I think there's quite a few developers that are currently working with Microsoft 
that should become first party in house. A Sobo, um, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, who, uh, a Sobo, um, Avalanche Games, IO Interactive. Th- these are three like right off the top. I, I mean, I, there's probably another three or four that I could throw into there. I'd like to see them acquire all of those. Yep, they can um, still lock down a title. Yeah, yeah, they they could they could still lock, and maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just stay away from them with a ten foot pole, but to say, yeah, we, we we'll drop a bag of money and you come and pick it up. Uh, I think we the reason why stuff. they they will not purchase them is uh, because of the deal that they have with Sony right now with the curated titles that's inside yep. uh, the Ubisoft Plus. I think that is a uh, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, because Sega. I wanted them to buy them, so but I think yeah. it's a problem. Well, maybe maybe it's Sega. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but listen, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, yes. Uh, thank you so much for being here uh, again. Uh, I definitely appreciate all the super chats that have been coming in. Uh, some of some of the ones like what today outrageous one hundred thirty five dollars. Again, take away nothing. If you drop two dollars, I thank you just as much as someone that drops one hundred thirty five. Simply because every dollar counts when it comes to doing these big giveaways. Uh, last year, Mrs. Boomstick and I gave away $3,500 worth of gift cards. Uh, and that is powered partly by us because we do put up a lot, a lot of our own money in there, but it's mostly supported by channel membership and Super Chats. We cannot thank you enough for that support. And of course, I want to close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. Boom.